Hello everyone, I am Alexandra Nyamoyabouyi, an associate producer of African Tech Roundup. As a new team member, I will welcome myself to the community, and I'm pretty sure you won't mind hearing a woman's voice on podcast. This Unajua series features a South African agri-tech founder called Caritas Chinsolo. Caritas has a lot of insight to share from his agribusiness adventure, but before we get to that, in case you're new to the Unajua concept, this is where we offer minimal actionable responses to important questions in 15 minutes or less. Do yourself a favor and check out some of our previous episodes, like the one featuring Darren Adebayo, a Nigerian researcher and analyst who shared his take on the question, what is driving the capital boom in Africa's tech ecosystem? What are some of the most common lies told about Africa's agriculture industry? and what myths that are pervasive across the continent's massive agriculture sector. These are some of the questions that Kula CEO Caritas Chinsolo will be answering. Fun fact, Caritas is a Chelsea fan. Well, we just don't know that it's perfect. In this case, it couldn't be more true. As a Manchester United cheerleader, I wanted to show him the road to salvation, but I didn't have enough time to do it. I just hope he's not a last cause. To all the Chelsea fans out there, mm, I can't. I can't say anything positive. Anyway, Caritas is a founder and CEO of Kula App, an agri-tech startup he founded four years ago. Prior to this venture, he co-founded a South African media company called The Monetary Group. He also currently an advisor board member of prestigious Ansisha Price. Caritas sees agriculture as the backbone of our everyday life. For instance, food, clothing are just two major industries that stem from agriculture. He believes that how we frame the agriculture sector is key to raising proper awareness of its importance. No doubt, Caritas' outsider status in the business has helped fan his ambition to disrupt the industry. When we started Kula, we did not come from an agricultural background. And coming into the industry, there were a lot of misconceptions that we had that sort of made the industry really, really unattractive. And in starting this series, I just want to start by debunking a lot of those myths and sort of providing further clarity. And I think the first myth probably to tackle is the fact that you need to be from agriculture in order to make solutions for, for the agricultural ecosystem. And when we started Kula, we had zero agricultural background. I was doing actuarial science at the University of Cape Town. My business partner did um, accounting at the University of Cape Town as well. But the fact that we did not come from the industry, the fact that we came from outside of the industry, actually positioned us well to provide solutions within the industry. So I'd say that's the first myth. The second myth is that agriculture is boring. And I think this is a big one because I believe that if agriculture has or had a PR team, I would fire them because they've really been doing a really bad job. You know, agriculture is a really exciting industry. And one way to look at it, if you really think that agriculture is, is boring, you really need to ask yourself the question of whether did you eat today? And you find that people will find food exciting, their sushi, their burger exciting, but not find agriculture exciting. People will find the clothing industry exciting, the new fashion trends, what celebrities are wearing, and not find agriculture exciting. And both those industries are the back 
backbone of those industries is actually agriculture. The food you eat, the clothes you wear. And also, if you find profit exciting, you should also be finding agriculture exciting. And not only is agriculture exciting, it is also a basic human right. The world has come together and acknowledged that food is, is a need and that everyone should have the rights to food. So agriculture is a basic human right, both for food and for clothing. Also, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, at the bottom of it, it speaks to agriculture. It speaks to this particular industry that has had such a bad PR that people are looking at it as a boring industry. The other misconception is that agriculture is only for old people. And that's some of the work that needs to be redone. Because if you look at Africa by 2050, we should be home to about a third of the world's young people. And these young people are taking into the industry. There's so many startups in Kenya, you know, in Nigeria, across the continent that are beginning to solution for this important industry. And maybe the reason why young people uh, are seeing agriculture as something for old people is maybe because the business case is not very clear. It's not clear that if I can get into this industry, I can actually make money. There's almost a need by tech innovators and us coming into the industry to really build a solid business case for agriculture. If you look at what Uber did for the cab industry, if I'd asked you about the cab industry before Uber, it's a very boring industry that a lot of old people go into. But Uber kind of comes in and says, okay, you can take a Toyota Corolla on installment and you can pay 4500 a month for it. And then you put it on Uber you can make 30,000 rand. And I think tech needs to do the same for agriculture. If you look at what Airbnb did for property, um, it's kind of made it sexier, but the crux of that was really building a business case for it. The other misconception, which was one of our big fears when we started Kula, is that farmers are not into technology. And that's another big lie. Farmers are open to new solutions that are going to help them farm better and that are going to help them sell better. And the groundwork that's been laid by social media networks has been absolutely impressive. If you look at the WhatsApp adoption and the Facebook adoption, it's put phones, it's put smartphones in the hands of really old people. And that's why to this day, your grandma is probably sending you motivational quotes every morning on your WhatsApp. So a lot of old people are taking to technology, especially when it provides real tangible solutions to the way that they do business every day. If technology can assist farmers buy what they need better, sell what they produce better, and overall just farming better, then the industry is certainly embracing to technology and it needs technology in order for it to move to the next level. But overall, it's an industry that has had a really, really poor PR. And I'm hoping that today I can assist in terms of just debunking some of those myths and showing the real opportunities. Their last misconception is that farming and agriculture have sort of been equated to each other, whereas agriculture is an industry with many opportunities. It doesn't mean by coming in, you're a farmer. At Kula, we don't own farms. We don't own trucks. We don't own any physical infrastructure related directly to our business model, but we still a player in the industry. There's opportunities in production and market access and information and distribution. And these myths are sort of the barrier where a lot of people fall off because of these myths and don't even explore agriculture as an opportunity. And I think that is a good starting point for our conversation. The size of the industry, I would say, even equates uh, to the population. I would say it's 1.3 billion because everybody in the continent has to eat. And as long as everybody eats, that's just how big the industry is. And the numbers, if you don't believe 
that the basic facts that everybody has to eat, you need just need to look at the, the numbers. Africa has over 60% of the world's arable land. So 60% of land where you can plant food and it grows is on the African continent. And I think that's a staggering statistic that is not often spoken about, you know. And you've got more than half of the entire population on the continent being completely dependent on agriculture for an income. And not even just within, you know, the African spectrum. You look at it globally, about 80% of rural communities across the globe depend on agriculture for an income. And it all boils down to the fact that it speaks to food, it speaks to clothing, it speaks to our very basic, to our very basic needs. And the industry, in that sense, is quite massive because without agriculture, without food, without clothing... As a species and as a people, we actually cannot be able to survive. So the opportunity is immense. And even during the whole COVID debacle, which is still currently ongoing in a lot of countries, when everything else shut down, when they shut down various other industries, what remained was healthcare, what remained was agriculture, because it's so core to our existence. And I think that should speak to all of us in terms of giving us a sense of just how big this opportunity that we have on our hands is. I think the role of tech is important that it's positioned well in the sense that tech must come in to enable, um, must come in as an enabler, particularly in building a solid business case for the industry. And what I mean by building a solid business case for the industry is that young people and the youth are not going to embrace the industry until the business case makes sense. A lot of young people are not taking to the industry because it looks like hard work. It looks like hard work with very little reward. And tech needs to come in and kind of help to build that viable business case. I think tech needs to come in to make the industry a whole lot more efficient. I think at the current stage, the the industry is not as efficient as it can be in terms of how farmers purchase what they need for their farm, in terms of how they sell, in terms of information, even from an IoT perspective, in terms of how they track how well their crops are doing. The industry is currently very inefficient in many ways. And I think secondly, it's really about tech coming in to connect the disconnected to help to sort of level the playing field across the different players in the industry and allowing for greater transparency and allowing a farmer who's been sort of farming for 100 years or 40 years, allow a new entrant who started today to have access to the same resources or at least similar resources or the same opportunity at making it big. And I think as we build that and you look at the continent, it's going to speak to unemployment. It's going to speak to a lot of the continents, a lot of the continents' problems. So ultimately, I think the role of tech is really to help build a solid business case for agriculture, which will allow a lot of new entrants to come in. I think agriculture overall has a really bad PR team. You know, the PR team for agriculture has not been doing very well because the story that's being told out there is not a realistic story of the opportunity that exists on the ground. It's not a realistic story of what the role that tech is already playing and the role that tech can continue to play as the industry continues to grow. And I think within an African context, we have to challenge ourselves because if we don't solution for the problems within agriculture, our Western friends and our Western counterparts are going to come and they're going to observe this opportunity and they're going to begin solving those problems for us in the same way that we take Ubers and we take Taxifies and we use Airbnb. These are all sort of products that come in from another part of the world and they come in to add value within our environment. Unfortunately, agriculture is still largely untouched. It's still largely unembraced. But if we hesitate, we're going to find that the solution 
applications are going to come from outside. And if you look at Amazon, you look at Google, you look at Facebook, they've sort of saturated the world market. There's a huge untapped uh, opportunity within Africa where a lot of people are still disconnected. And that's why they're deploying several resources to help give free access to internet because they want to access this market that exists. And we can choose to either be consumers or to either be leaders of this opportunity and leaders of this revolution. We shouldn't allow the big lies, the bad PR of the industry to stop us from solutioning for it. In the next episode, Caritas will share his expertise on the agricultural production side. You can share your comment by leaving your inputs, go to the website and leave us a wonderful 60-second voice notes that could be featured in the future. Or if you're shy, use your Twitter account, tweet or retweet. But don't be a troll. Take care.